Joe Rogan interviewed Matt Taibbi, and they started the conversation talking about Twitter. Matt said that Twitter used to have a public interest policy where they would allow government officials to stay on Twitter and say what they want, but people would be able to fact check them and evaluate what they say. Then there came a point where they decided that they were going to go against that, and they kicked Donald Trump off Twitter because they felt that his persona was inciting violence. Matt and Joe said this was kind of dangerous because now you can sort of kick anybody off of Twitter if their persona is dangerous, even though the things that they're saying are not really inciting violence, you could sort of extrapolate stuff and find any reason to kick somebody off. And they feel that is a threat to free speech. Matt said that law enforcement has almost unlimited intelligence gathering capabilities, and often they monitor people without having any legitimate reason to do so. This led to a discussion about how FBI informants are kind of treated badly, even if they do cooperate with law enforcement. For example, the head of the Proud Boys is an FBI informant, but he was arrested in connection to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. They also discussed the origin of the Proud Boys, which turns out Proud Boys was a joke on the Anthony Cumia show, and Gavin McInnes, who's kind of this comedy-adjacent person, or used to be anyway, uh, he kind of ran with the idea and it got out of his control and then it became sort of an extremist group. And they don't even like Gavin McInnes anymore. Actually, I don't think anybody likes Gavin McInnes anymore. They spoke about the evolution of television journalism. Joe Rogan feels that people like Brian Stelter and Don Lemon aren't really journalists, even though they call themselves that. Joe feels that they are television propagandists, that they are paid to push a certain narrative, and they just happen to be talking about events that are going on around the world. They also spoke about search engines suppressing certain information. For example, Matt brought up Google's Project Owl, which was designed to combat fake news, according to Google. However, Matt says that it's really about pushing people towards more authoritative sources of information. But that can be tricky because who decides what's authoritative? Because if you're pushing people towards, let's say, the New York Times or the Washington Post, well, some people would say those publications are geared towards a certain type of narrative. So are they really authoritative? In Google's opinion, they might say yes. Whereas for somebody who's looking for independent information, they are getting pushed towards these sites that are leaning maybe in a particular direction. And that's kind of bad for society. There was a point during this episode where Joe Rogan and Matt Taibbi watched a clip of Jimmy Fallon doing a COVID-19 song about a new variant. And you should see Joe watching the clip in horror because he was like, this is not why Jimmy Fallon got into show business. Who convinced him to do this song? He said that Jimmy Fallon looked drugged while he was doing it. And that brings up a good point because a lot of these late night talk shows are very strange in how they have people like Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert, who at one point in time could be funny. I mean, the Colbert Rapport was probably the greatest comedy show that ever aired on Comedy Central. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen, most well-written thing I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, Stephen Colbert goes to late night television and he is really not doing anything funny at all. It's a very strange show. It's almost like these guys traded in their ability to be funny for millions of dollars. And they just hung up their boots and said, we're not gonna be funny anymore. We're just gonna do what we're told. And even if it sucks, we're gonna do it anyway. I suggest you check out that Jimmy Fallon song if you don't know what I'm talking about. 
They spoke about the 2024 election, and Joe said he's looking forward to it because he wants to see what happens when Twitter is not censored, now that Elon Musk owns it. Joe wonders what would have happened if the Hunter Biden laptop story was not suppressed on Twitter and it actually gained steam in the media. So keep an eye on Twitter next year.